everybody, this is Emar Subtooth, the Sports Inquirer, and happy to be joined by head coach of Georgia State Baseball, Brad Stromdahl, as the team is progressing through its conference schedule. Brad, thank you for joining us. First time we've spoken since the regular season has started. How are the Panthers looking, and how do you assess where you are at this portion of the season? Oh, we're looking great. I mean, we're... Uh... We've been we've been plugging along. We we uh, we've had some tough competition. We've played, um, I believe, seven games of uh, top twenty five opponents, and um, pre- really prepared us in the beginning of the year for where we're at right now. Um, getting into conference, we have eight weekends, and it's just really looking forward to uh, you know seeing how we continue to take steps forward. And so, um, you know, just really, really, really refining and tuning and uh, we kind of have our lineup set we have our 11 or 12 guys that we uh, we go to uh, predominantly every every uh, weekend and pitching seems to be pretty good and so now we just gotta we gotta play clean we gotta play with uh, with a good set of emotion and um, just really really put one step foot foot in front of the other and um, good things will happen yeah the team is second in the conference in a batting average led by uh, Griffin Cheney, who leads the conference in average. What's it been about the hitting and the guys just being able to put together uh, some good streaks and good form together to be hitting close to 300 as a team? Yeah, no, absolutely. We've, uh, you know, going through the stretch that we've gone through, we've really been able to execute well our our plan. And so, you know, what, you know, what Coach Davis and Coach Monteo have been doing on the offensive side of the ball is is uh, simply awesome. And so what, what they've really done and, and is really install a sense of uh, ownership within each pitch, each at bat. what we're trying to do and you know we have some big bigs and um you know kind of putting that together from top of the top of the lineup to the bottom of the lineup has been um really really good and so those guys have just done a good job of executing the plan um and then we've executed the plan when it comes to um the players on the field doing what they're supposed to do and not trying to do too much and you know i think we lead the league or we're close to lead the league in home runs and um, it's about it's a matter of putting barrels on balls and and when you hit the ball hard good things happen and sometimes they get caught but more often than not uh, they're going to find a place to fall and um, you know we're just really excited that uh, that to, to be right where we are and just kind of continue on down the stretch the last half yeah what about uh, Cheney leading the conference and hitting so far this year as what about his start and what do you think has led to him being a so strong at the point uh, so far. Yeah, no, he's been he's been amazing. I mean, he's done a, such a good job. And you know, he's a fifth year senior. Um, he got the extra year with COVID, and and it kind of just goes to show what 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 could happen with a player who just sticks with his plan over the course of his entire career. And so, um, you know, he really is just very cerebral about what he's doing and and how his approach is and what he's swinging at, and very selective. And he knows, you know, just because he's had a thousand at bats in his college career that. Um, you know, good things are going to happen when he's patient and he swings at his pitch. And, and really that's probably the, been the biggest um, reason for his success is that he really just kind of understands his own swing and where he's going and what he's doing. And he doesn't go outside of his zone. And so, um, you know, it's a lesson that we like to teach our other kids too. And he's an example for our team and uh, we're just really happy for him all the way around. Yeah. And then what about a guy like Cameron Jones who hits a home run and gets a save in your last one against Monroe, he's second on the team in uh, batting average. What about having a versatile guy like that uh, for you to be able to use in different ways? 
Yeah, no, it's amazing. I mean, he he's uh, he's truly one of just a handful of players in college baseball that can do these things at such a high level. And so, you know, he's our three-hole hitter. Um, you know, he's our first baseman. He's our closer. Last year, he did a lot of uh, starting. I think he's, I'm not exactly how many games he started, but it's probably close to 10 last year. So, you know, he has the mound presence, but, you know, when it, it comes to starting as a pitcher, um, when the depth, we have such depth on our pitching staff that it kind of serves us best to be able to use him in a long relief slash closing role. And so, you know, he's, he's kind of done the same thing. We went through the SEC East last year. We won 12 games in conference. We won a conference tournament game for the first time um, since 2014. And, um, you know, he was a huge piece of that. And, and as we continue to move forward and what we're doing, he's, uh, he's been able to put us in a position to win some baseball games and, um, offensively and on the mound. And I'm really happy for, for him and for us. And um, it's just, it's part of what, who we are. Um, we're going to be able to, we're going to do multiple things on the field. You know, what about a guy like Chad Treadway, who, and we saw, I think Kevin Cons from Arkansas last year, the national player of the year, would start some games, be a reliever, saves, uh, things like that. He's kind of your version of that. I think he has uh, four wins so yep. far this year with uh, double-digit appearances, a save to boot. What about having an arm like that that you can really stick in at any portion of a game uh, to uh, get you some innings and even get some wins for you? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you know, we don't, um, you know, as, as you probably know, we don't really go with a traditional closer. Um, we think that, you know, if we need to stop a run or, uh, their lineups at the top of the order in the seventh inning. That's the most important inning for us possible to put up a zero. And so, you know, his, his uh, saves and all the stuff that everybody kind of looks at um, aren't necessarily going to be high up there on the list, but it's definitely something that is um, invaluable to uh, where we go and, and how we win some ball games because he puts up zeros. And that's, that's really the, ultimately the thing that matters. He had two walks, his first two walks of the year were at uh, Louisiana Monroe this last weekend. And um, it was really, really a tight zone. And um, he had to battle through some stuff. But, you know, he he's he's able to mentally get to a place where nothing bothers him. He picks up the next ball and throws the next pitch. And um, it's it's a truly special thing. And so with, with Jones, with Treadway, with Watson, um, if you kind of look at what we do, how we go about it, Friday nights, you know, Brandon Kaminer starts for us and, gives us five or six or seven and those those three guys whichever the best matchup is those guys go and so it's it's a fun little four or five headed monster that we have going on has that been a change in the trend in college baseball or even professional baseball where it used to be you try to get eight innings and you have your closer the Marion Rivera role uh, because you're your best closer get those final three outs are you starting to see more guys like you have maybe your best arm just put them in the fifth or sixth inning when there are multiple batters on the, on the bases, instead of trying to save them for that ninth inning, clean inning, do you kind of see a, a, your, the trend going in that direction? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, it, it depends on, you know, there's a lot of, so many variables that go into that. But for us, I can speak for us, is that, you know, the more zeros we put up, the more percentage says that we're going to win a baseball game. And so from that standpoint, you know, we don't really care about ERA and, and all of that other stuff. What we're trying to do is we'll put up a zero, you know, whether the bases are loaded, whether you strike out a three, if that guy who's out there on the mound puts up zeros, it gives us a chance to win. And so I do think there's a trend. 
Um, I do think the starters are not going quite as long, but you know, some of in college baseball, you know, you get the coaches that'll ride somebody 130 or 140 pitches and they're doing a great job and that's, that works for them. And that's awesome. And, you know, you have the other ones that are a little bit more on our side where we try to keep them 60, 70, 80, 90, um, depending on where the lineup is and how they're doing. And, you know, you got the back end horses to be able to uh, put up three or four zeros at the end of the game. Would you ever see yourself going uh, a Kevin Cash Tampa Bay approach with the and Milwaukee does it to a council the, yeah. uh, the opener? I'm sure you're familiar with that. Yeah, the opener goes uh, the first inning or two, and then you kind of work your way through a game. Have you ever considered that? And uh, you know, scenario? not. I mean, yes, we have, but you know, we feel like those guys are more better served at the end of the game at this moment in time. Um, and plus, you know, I mean, our opener is kind of our starter. I mean, in in some regards. Um, you know, two and a half, three times through the lineup is, is what they get. And, um, you know, and they're good enough to get those guys out. And it's, it's been, it's been proven. So we don't necessarily have to do that. If you could get a starter that was going seven or eight every single time out, then that's when you kind of might consider. doing um you know an opener like for seven and then that'll get you in the eighth or ninth right away so um you know there's many ways to look at it but um i'm not ready to go there quite yet but you never know yeah all right well i know you're preparing now for south alabama and he's looking at the conference standings uh i think between first and fifth or sixth is only one game and no one's really jumped out so far with the undefeated mark in conference play uh what have you seen from south alabama and just looking at some of the box scores from around the conference what have you noticed so far yeah no they're great I mean it's a great they're a great team but in all accounts they yeah are we good now yeah we're good go ahead okay <clears throat> yeah by all accounts it's uh you know uh, it's one of the top top conferences in the country and you know right now we're fifth in our RPI um as a conference and you know, it's uh, there's nothing, there's no easy weekends here at all, and so it's a testament to our side of the division, um, where you know we have, you know, Georgia Southern, us, Troy, Coastal Carolina, um, South Al. I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough juggernaut, and we have to play all those guys. Um, you know, on the other side is kind of getting beat up on a little bit, but that doesn't mean that they're not a very good, they're, they're not good. They're, they're exponentially better than um, a lot of conferences out there. And so, you know, just going to the Detroit weekend, you know, we know we're going to see 90-93 with good sliders and um, kind of refer back to what what our schedule was in the beginning of the year is that, you know, playing those power five teams prepares us for um, when we see a great team like South Alabama and Troy and George Southern and, you know, all those teams that have put things together. So, you know, it's exciting to be able to, to go in, um, you know, to South Alabama being four and two and they're four and two as well. Um, I'm glad we're playing them at home. Uh, they have a big ballpark. Our ballpark suits us a little bit better than um, going down there to Mobile. But, you know, it doesn't matter. It, it's a matter of competing in the zone um, on the mound and, and taking good pitches and have a good approach at the plate. Yeah, and conference just got tougher. I'm sure you might have been doing some other business, but the official word came down. It's been rumored for months now, but you have uh, Southern Miss, uh, Old Dominion, then James Madison, and Marshall now joining the conference. So it seems like the the rich get richer with the Sun Belt. Those are some teams that have made some regional and super regional appearances in their uh, within their time. So just your thoughts on that. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's fabulous. I mean, it's. It's great to have Southern Miss, you know, who's a perennial top 25 team. Old Dominion, same thing. 
Uh, Marshall's on its way up. They got a brand new facility going in and James Madison has, uh, has great facilities and, um, you know, they're, they're a good program. And so, you know, it makes our side, um, it, it changes our side for sure from the East and the West, um, just from a travel standpoint, you know, now, um, you know, Troy, I, I don't know exactly what it is, how they're going to, I would assume Troy and uh, South Al are out of our division. Uh, they would be on the East side. And so, you know, instead of having maybe one flight a year to Texas state or ET Arlington, um, you know, we might have two or three or four flights, you know, going to James Madison and Marshall and Old Dominion and however the schedule falls. And, you know, Coastal Carolina is still an eight hour drive for us. So, you know, we went from kind of the center of conference to, you know, we're a little bit further away, but, you know, it doesn't matter from a baseball standpoint. It's fabulous. I mean, you know, you only want your conference to get bigger and better um, year in and year out because it gives you a better chance to go um, either get that large bid. Um, you know, be able to win the conference outright, you get a good, good national ranking, good national seed. So, you know, we're excited for, for everybody coming in. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot of conferences going the other way. And, you know, I'm glad that, um, you know, we made the move when we did and uh, continue to, uh, you know, take steps in the, in the right direction. Well, Brad, thank you for your time. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, good luck this weekend against South Alabama. Cool. Thanks, man.